You're about to listen to a message from the LifePoint Church, a warm and friendly home for the young at heart. God's presence. Good morning, family. Good. I thought we could get some more excitement in the room. Good morning, family. Good morning. It's great to be here. It's great to have you all here. Can we welcome everyone who's watching online, our online family? Thank you for tuning in this morning. Did I just say tuning in? It is well. Okay. Please, can you please celebrate the person seated beside you? Just appreciate them. Tell them they look fabulous. It's great to be seated beside you. I know we do this. You can't get tired. If this is your first time worshiping at LifePoint, we welcome you. We're excited you are here. We love you. But for those of you who've been coming and coming, you cannot get tired of celebrating your neighbor and appreciating them. Please let me tell them they look fabulous. For all you care, you might just be the one God has sent to them this morning to encourage someone, you know, to put a smile on their face. So do it well. Do it like you are God, you know, speaking to them. Tell them it's great to have them in church today. Fantastic. All right. Welcome, everyone, to an amazing second quarter of 2022. Welcome to the month of April. Yes, we are grateful to God for life. We're grateful to him for strength. We're grateful to him for preserving. So many things to be thankful for, right? Do I have witnesses in the house? So many things to be thankful for. So many things that we appreciate God for. And, I mean, today is a very, very special service. We are not only appreciating God for the first quarter of this year, we are also prophetically thanking him for the next quarter and even beyond. And I hope that you have come today with a heart of gratitude. I hope that everyone who's watching online as well, that you have come with your heart of gratitude. I'm going to go into the word very briefly because today is not for too much talk. Today we are going to praise God. Amen. Yes, and I hope you're excited. Amen. We already, <laughs> you have started. You all, don't, don't, don't let me come for you. Team Bethel! I know I'm supposed to be an impartial pastor. Amen. We're working on it. Since you all said I have to be in a team, I decided to choose a team. Um, multimedia, that time I cannot be correct. It's looking like it's from the pit of hell. That is not the time on, on the grid. <laughs> okay, so, um, well, okay, let's do this quickly before I then go into the word. So, Team Sinai, make some noise. Where are they seated? Ah, okay. Lupu should get up and make noise now. Do I have grateful Team Sinaites in the house? Okay. Team Hebron, are you grateful? Is this Hebron? Okay. Some of the people seated in Hebron, they're not even sure. Am I? Did they, put, did they force you to me? Okay. Um, what's the other team again? Forgive me. I only remember my team name. I'm sorry. Team Zion. Where are you people seated? Here. Somebody's shouting from there. Where is Zion? Here. Okay, if you're in Zion, you're supposed to be on this side of the room. Team Bethel. Okay, now I'm truly worried. I cannot find Bethel. This is Bethel. You have successfully confused me. 
All right, LifePoint Church, make some noise. Hallelujah. Okay, then. All right, so I'd mentioned that we're going to be worshiping God extensively. It's radical, authentic. Scripture says that Jesus desires those who would worship. God desires those who would worship. And people who would worship must worship in spirit and in truth. So it's authentic worship today. It is God and I, you and God type of engagement. It's an audience of one. It's not about the person who's seated beside you. It's not even about the person who's leading you in worship. It is that you have come with your sacrifices of praise and thanksgiving to offer up an incense, you know, that is sweet, sweet smelling and acceptable to God. And I hope that that is the mindset that you have come to church with today. Amen. Leading us in worship today is Minister Eben, who I have known for the longest time. And we're so excited to have him in our midst. Yes. But before I bring him up, let's read a few scriptures just to um, help someone understand why we're doing what we're doing. Okay. I'm ashamed to say that I forgot my glasses. Please can you open my glasses? I'm just wondering why I'm squinting. All right. Um, let's read from the book of Zephaniah. Just open up your Bibles to Zephaniah chapter 3. Zephaniah 3. We'll read from verse 14. Much better. Okay. Zephaniah 3. Are we there? Uh, please let's celebrate Fumi for sharing a God experience with us. Where is Fumi? Okay. We love you, Fumi. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us. But there was something very, you know, God is intentional. And when he, he, he is very strategic as well. There is a way you think you have planned. But you see God in, in the detail, in everything. And there was something instructive, which is pretty much the crux of my short message this morning that Fumi said. And it's about our response in situations. Our response. So if you, for those who like to take notes, if you had to have a title for this sermon, it is called My Response. Can we say that together? My Response. My Response. Now, Zephaniah 3 says, from verses 14 to 19, Sing, O daughter of Zion. I'm tempted to actually, you know, just put there, Sing, Life Point Church. Amen. Yeah, apparently. No wonder. I was wondering. Okay, so we'll keep this, we'll keep this clubless and we will replace it with life points. <laughs> Sing life points. Shout life points. It says, Oh Israel, be glad and rejoice with all your hearts. O daughter of Jerusalem, the Lord has taken away your judgments. He has cast out your enemy. I want you to start to note the things that are being referenced in this scripture. He says, the king of Israel, the Lord is in your midst. You shall see disaster no more. In that day, it shall be said to life point, do not fear Zion. Do not fear Hebron. Do not fear Sinai. Do not fear Bethel. Life point family, do not fear. Let not your hands be weak. Verses 17 says, the Lord your God in your midst the mighty one will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. Amen. He will quiet you with his love. He will rejoice over you with singing. 
I will gather those who sorrow over the appointed assembly who are among you, to whom its reproach is a burden. Behold, at that time, I will deal with all who afflict you. I will save the lame and gather those who were driven out. I will appoint them for praise and fame in every land where they were put to shame. Amen. May God bless the reading of his word. Now, you see, this very short and powerful scripture just speaks to everything that we are dealing with, everything we have come out of, and possibly the things that lie ahead. Now, the appropriate response to a God that has made these types of promises, who we judge faithful, who we recognize is dependable, who we know that his word is indeed his bond. The appropriate response to him is praise, is thanksgiving. It is a heart of gratitude. For someone in service this morning, whether in the room or online, you are probably feeling like year 2022 hasn't started on a solid note for me. I got my heart broken. I was served breakfast, you know. Just different things. I lost my job. I lost money, made wrong investment decisions. And we said this God is faithful. How? Can someone show it to me? How? I would say to you that you are alive. And that is something significant. I would say to you that the things that you have lost are what? Things. I mean, well, if you lost someone, that's not a thing. That is serious. But I would say to you that God is a restorer. I would say to you that... He's still in the business of restoring your joy, of restoring your peace, of restoring material possessions you think you have lost, of even restoring a relationship and that which appears impossible. For those of us who were at Night of Increase, which was, by the way, an absolutely fantastic and amazing time in God's presence. If you were there, either in person or virtually, there were so many decrees made, there were so many declarations. You know, so many testimonies that encouraged our faith. And my short assignment here this morning to you is to say that your response has got to be that of praise. You have to take on a posture of praise and thanksgiving as you journey through quarter two, April, May, June. In fact, till the rest of the year, till the end of the year. That has got to be your response. Because God is saying here to you, he says, sing. If you look at the action words, it says we are to sing. We are to shout, we are to be glad, we are to rejoice. Sing, shout, be glad, and rejoice. Now, these are action words. However, I find that if you're not doing these things, it means that you're doing something, right? Because in a situation, in a stormy situation, there's a high likelihood that the tendency to sing is not there. You feel like your joy has been eroded. The enemy has stolen your peace. So you are fretting and you are speaking. When you are speaking, what are you saying? What are you saying? What words are coming out of you? Some of us, instead of singing, we are ranting. Instead of singing, we are complaining. We are considering the storms. We are considering the winds. We are considering the rain. And we are considering the things that have an adverse effect to the promises that God has given us. The things that completely negate these things. And so we stay in a position of, of, of extreme sadness. I don't want to use the word depression, but for some people, yes. 
There are certain situations that have gotten you so depressed and you have stayed there. This morning I pray in the name of Jesus as you worship, I declare burdens are lifted. As you open up your heart and allow the Holy Ghost to do his surgery in your heart, I declare that you live here a transformed person. Lightweight, Jesus would say, cast your cares upon me. Why? Because I care for you. He would say to exchange our yoke with his, exchange our burden with his. We have come to the place of exchange, LifePoint family. We have come to the place of refreshing. We have come to the place where we are energized and strengthened for the journey ahead. We have come to the place of nourishment. So it is you and your father. And I hope that you have prepared for an encounter with him today as we are led in worship. Now, just a few things that I need for us to know as we go along. That time is not correct. Romans chapter 8, verse 31 says, What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? See, I need for someone to hold on there. God is for you. God is for me. Say that to yourself. God is for me. God is on my side. God is for me. God is my father. I am a child of God. I'm a child of God, and that changes everything. It is a game changer to recognize your identity because when you function from your place of identity, there is nothing that is coming at you that you cannot handle. There is no storm that you cannot wade through, you cannot pass through. There is nothing that is coming at you that you cannot speak to the situation and it's transformed. But you have got to function from a place of your identity. You have got to function from your position. Scripture says that we are an eternal excellency. We are seated with Christ, far above principalities and powers. Where are we seated? We're seated in heavenly places. The God that is our Father has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. That is the God that we have. That is the God that we serve. And as we begin to worship, we need to key into this. We need to know that knowing God makes it, you know, it makes us confident in every situation. It makes us reminded, it reminds us that we are not alone. You know, it makes us conscious of his favor. It makes us assured of his victory. And it makes us inseparable from his love. Last scripture from me, Romans 8.28. A very popular scripture. Can we read it together if we have it up on screen? Romans 8.28. And we know that, yes, we don't even have to wait for it. Want to go? And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God to those who are the called according to his purpose. Last note that I need to remind someone. Part of the reasons why you are very disgruntled, in despair, and depressed is because you have forgotten. Can we have that scripture back up? You have forgotten that it is things working for good according to God's purpose for your life. So as you worship today, I'll be back to lead us in prayers and declarations. But we need to see differently. We need to engage divine perspective on issues. It is so important that you see what God is seeing. Amen. So on that note, shall we rise as we make welcome Minister Eben to lead us in a time of worship. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to a message from the LifePoint Church. To download more free messages, 
please visit www.soundcloud.com forward slash lifepointng.com.